Well, that was an extremely tilting fourth quarter, to say the least. Uh, we'll go over my lineup here in a sec. Welcome, my name is DK. We'll talk about the, or talking about the 13-game NBA slate on Wednesday. Too big of a slate. Come on, we, come on with the NBA scheduling. We can't be having 13 games on one night. Like, let's, got to stop with that, number one. But, um, yeah, guys, I also make content for NFL DFS as well as prize picks. Uh, they are the sponsor of the video, prize picks. You can use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. That's a free $100 to play with on the site. If you're not familiar, it is a player prop site. A lot of different sports. Um, so give it a try. And again, make sure to use that code. If you guys are looking for premium content, go check my Patreon linked down below. Really quick, though, I wanted to mention last night. I mean, I have to get like an award for this, right? I, ca- I ended up cashing in tournaments with Mo Wagner and Jonas Valanciunas playing a combined 13 minutes. I mean, low-owned Booker and low-owned Halliburton absolutely smashed for me. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think like I should get an award for that, but okay. So tonight, <laughs> this was this, I've never had something like this happen before. I was, I tweeted it out. I was like three points away from taking down like 5,000. I think it was $5,000. was first place in the hundred dollars single entry. I was three points away, um, with like one minute to go in the end of the third quarter. I'm thinking, okay, like, you know, I'm, I have a good chance to take down. I have five players in this game. Like this is this is great. Like I I have a good chance at the really big money. So I ended up I ended up cashing in low stakes. I got booted out of the cash in the hundred dollar single entry. You want to know why? Giga Chalk Reggie Jackson plays the entire second half. Can we talk about number one? If you guys watched that game, he like clearly got a concussion. Um, and they just, like, let him play the second half. Like, if you watch that fall he took at the end of the first half, he got up and was, like, dizzy and then fell back down. I'm like, how, how is he allowed to play? Uh, yeah, Giga Chalk Reggie Jackson played the entire second half. Uh, Giga Chalk Norman Powell was looking like I was going to get away with the fade, and then he shoots 112% in the fourth quarter, um, and no fourth quarter minutes for Nurkic. Jeremy Grant plays the entire second half. I, that was... I, I literally can't believe it. Like... I was thinking minimum I was going to have like a 6, 7x night. And I end up losing money uh, because Reggie Jackson and Norman Powell in the fourth quarter. So, yeah, I can't lie. I'm a little bit tilted. Uh, and, of course, you have, you know, here come the trolls on Twitter. Uh, people take me way too, like, guys, on Twitter, don't take me so seriously. I, it's people are like, oh, yeah, you're, you just cry all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, bruh, come on. Take, take, don't take my tweets seriously. It's all in fun. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I am not going to lie. I am a little bit mad. I'm pretty mad right now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's the recap. Um, but, uh, yeah, wow. Rough fourth quarter. Rough fourth quarter, to say the least. I will now be retiring, submitting my retirement papers. I'm taking my talents to FanDuel. Um, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not taking my talents to FanDuel. But yeah, I am. I'm in pain. I'm in pain right now. All right, so that is uh, the recap there, guys. Let's let's not waste any more time with the tilts. Uh, we got 13 games. Um, Embiid, 11.4k should play mid 30s minutes. Uh, he's a good spend up. You can afford him. The rest of the guys feel a bit overpriced with Embiid back. Besides Shake Milton, Milton would probably be the secondary target. I would, I would still get to. He's just playing like 40 minutes a game. 
Um, Harris, Meltonfield, bit pricey, and I'm not really messing with any of the value for Philadelphia. Moving on to Cleveland, so still no Jared Allen, still no Kevin Love. Um, Mobley, if he can stay out of foul trouble, will probably play a lot, but I am a bit worried about potential foul trouble against Embiid. I guess they could start Robin Lopez. He came off the bench last game, but two games ago he started, only played four minutes. He's at least like a big body that can throw on Embiid, so we'll see about the starting lineup there. Mitchell and Garland... They're both fine. I think I'll probably give the edge to Mitchell over Garland. Um, and that's probably it for Cleveland. Moving on to Atlanta and Orlando. Um, not a ton of stands out here for Orlando, but Donovan's coming back soon, but he's doubtful. Young, uh, Josh Murray, always can play for tournaments. Um, Capella and Okongu will split the center minutes. There's just nothing really here. I mean, it's a good matchup, so if you want to target any of these main guys in tournaments, you can, but uh, there's nothing that stands out in 13-game slate. Moving on to the Magic. No Carter Jr., no Suggs. No Isaac, no Kiki. Mo Bamba is questionable. Mo Bamba misses last game. They are, you also do have Cole Anthony back. Um, first game in like over a month. I would pretty surprised if he plays normal minutes, but we'll see. Uh, last game, again, they started Bancaro, Bobol, Franz Wagner, um, Gary Harris, and Caleb Houston. But uh, yeah, you also have Markel Fultz available too. Like, Probably a stay away from the Magic. I guess if I had to play someone, it would be either Bull or Bancaro, but um, not a lot standing out here. Miami and Boston, so literally everyone... <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Literally everyone's questionable. Like, just look at this. There's like, what, two guys not questionable for Miami? I mean, come on. Come on with these, the injury report. So, I mean, yeah, we, we can't talk about it right now. Um if a lot of these guys are out, then obviously Bam and, and Lowry are going to lead the offense, and then you can look to value with whoever's available from the team, but way too hard to say right now. Moving on to Boston, Jalen Brown, questionable. With him out, you saw Smart absolutely smash as well as Tatum and Brogdon, and those guys are all going to look pretty good if uh, Brown's out again. It's not the best matchup against Miami, but yeah, Tatum, Smart, Brogdon all look good. Horford is back, so he should start the five. Uh, don't really know if I'm looking at anyone else. If Brown plays, I think there's all just secondary plays in Boston. Milwaukee and New York, uh, still no Middleton. Giannis, 12-4. I mean, if, if you can find enough value, he's fine, but um, he's been a little bit quiet of late. Drew Holiday, 7.3K. Also been a little bit disappointing, but you know the ceiling is still there with those two main guys. The rest of Milwaukee, just kind of secondary plays. Lopez. Bobby Portis, Grayson Allen are all playable, but um, there's no standouts here. On the Knicks side, so uh, blowout uh, the game tonight for the Knicks. But yeah, competitive games, you should, you, you should see big minutes of Randall, Brunson, Barrett. Randall had the big game tonight. Brunson got some foul trouble. Um, but yeah, the big three, I think, are all solid plays. No priorities uh, here from the Knicks. Uh, quickly is always playable for tournaments. Mitchell Robinson had a good game for me. Uh, if he can stay out of foul trouble, he can do that. But I'm just like... He's probably going to pick up ownership tomorrow on a 13-game slate. It's just, I'm just warning you. I'm just warning you. I warned people about the Pokashevsky a couple games ago. And, oh, Pokashevsky, 30 minutes back-to-back games. I was like, no. You just don't trust anyone else besides those main thunder. And, yeah, Mitchell Robinson is a guy that he's going to cause you a lot of pain if you roster him a lot in DFS. But if he stays out of foul trouble, he's a good value. If you think he gets in foul trouble, you can look to Hartenstein. Um, Quentin Grimes still stayed in the starting lineup and still played decent minutes at 4K. I actually think he's a decent value play. Not going to be super productive playing with these starters, but shooting guard, small forward eligibility, um, I think makes him a decent value play. Washington and Brooklyn. Uh, Porzingis absolutely went off last game for 63 fantasy points. That was obviously an outlier. But 
Still a guy that I think is playable in tournaments. Uh, Beal, Kuzma, feel price is about right. Denny's price has come up a bit. There's not a ton else here for Washington, Washington that I'm interested in. Moving on to Brooklyn, no Ben Simmons. TJ Warren, I think, is coming back soon. Um, yeah, in a few days. So Nick Claxton, uh, if he can stay out of foul trouble, probably going to play all the minutes he can handle. Um, I would guess 30-plus minutes. So I think Claxton's the guy that stands out the most to me here for Brooklyn. Um, Kyrie, 8-5. KD, they probably have to do a bit more of the ball handling with Ben Simmons out. Uh, they're both playable. I think it's easier to get to Kyrie for his price. Royce O'Neal's fine. Seth Curry, 4-2. I mean, he's been seeing like mid-20s minutes. The downside of Seth Curry is he's score independent, but when he's knocking down his shots, he can get you there. And yeah, that's probably it for the Nets. Spurs and Thunder, no Pirtle. Um, no Sohan, couple questionable guys in the bench with Richardson, Bates, Diap, Langford. So we'll see who's available. Um, with Pirtle out, I would think it's Zach Collins that starts. If he does, he's going to stand out as a pretty good value play. Um, he's a good point per minute guy. And if he finds his way into more minutes, like if he starts, he should. So I do like Zach Collins. It's just whatever, like whatever the smart thing to do is pop's not going to do it. It just, you just. It's not going to happen, all right? You're, if you play a spur tomorrow, you're probably going to get popped. Um, but yeah, as far as the rest of the spurs go, Trey Jones, Calvin Johnson, Devin Vassell, all solid in a good matchup. Um, there's no priorities, but I think they all look pretty good for the price points. And then we'll see who's available, right? Um, and, and we'll see who, who ends up starting. So a little bit tough to say what else to do with the spurs, depending on, on the you know questionable status there. Thunder, big one here is Shea is questionable. And obviously, Shea has done everything for this team. So if he misses, Josh Giddy's going to look phenomenal. He's just going to go to that main playmaking role. And he would be way underpriced here if that is the case. I would really like Giddy. Dort probably plays a couple more minutes. I mean, there's going to be usage to go around. So I will say this again. You want to take some shots in these guys. Pokashevsky, Jerry, Jalen Williams, Kenneth Williams, Trey Mann, Baisley. Like, I, you just, just name off the roster. You want to take some shots in those guys. You can. I would think if Shea misses, I would think, think that Jalen Williams, the guard, and Trey Mann would play more. Um, that would be the logical thing to do. But you just, I'm just warning you. I am just warning you. Can't trust Oklahoma City. All right, Toronto, New Orleans, Toronto. Everyone healthy now. Um. I think Siakam would probably be my favorite play. 9-6, though. But, again, it's not, like, super cheap. It's just a lot of these guys are priced up from when Toronto's missing a lot of players. And now, like, everyone's healthy. So, I mean, Van Fleet, Siakam are fine secondary plays. There's no standouts here. On the Pelican side, no Ingram. CJ status up in the air. Um, also, Nance and Marshall. Um, if the questionable players are out, then, you know, Zion Williamson's going to look pretty good at 8-6. Jose Alvarado would start and probably play around 30 minutes. He would still be a decent value. Trey Murphy would start and play pretty big minutes. He would look good. JV, I mean, they just they just won't play in minutes. He did get some foul trouble, but just frustrating there. Herb Jones, price season minutes increase. You'd see more minutes for a guy like Dyson Daniels. So there would be a good amount of value plays that would be viable here if these squash on players uh, miss. If they're in, then I still would have some interest in Trey Murphy. I think he would still start. Like, I think if CJ's in, they would start CJ, Murphy, Jones, um, Zion, JV. So, still would have a little bit interested in Trey Murphy, but uh, the rest of the Pelicans would definitely be a bit riskier. Memphis and Minnesota, uh, Desmond Bain is out. Dylan Brooks is questionable. Uh, ja, I mean, 
His usage is insane without Desmond Bain. Triple-double last game. And if Dylan Brooks is out too, more usage for Josh. So I like him at 10-9. Jaron Jackson Jr., I mean, if he can stay out of foul trouble, probably plays close to 30 minutes. This guy does have a ceiling. I'm just going to warn you. He's always in foul trouble. He's always in foul trouble. If Brooks is out too, I mean, Conchar should start and play pretty big minutes. Um, he would be a fair option there in the mid-range. And then, well, Conchar is already going to start because Bain's out. But like if Brooks is out, I guess they could go the two-guard starting lineup. Like, maybe they do. Maybe Tyus Jones starts with Ja, and they go, like, Ja, Tyus Jones, Conchar, Triple J Adams. I don't. I honestly don't know if Dylan Brooks is out. Like, maybe David Roddy would pick up the start? I'm just trying to think. Like, they definitely wouldn't start Aldama with Jaron Jackson. Like, that would be too big of a starting lineup. So, yeah, if there's no Dylan Brooks... They either go like a two-point guard lineup and start Tyus Jones, or they go a guy like David Roddy in the starting lineup. But like Roddy's not like I don't know. That's hmm. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. Maybe Laravia if he's available. I don't know. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that. But the rest of the of the Grizzlies, Stephen Adams, he's just there. Probably not gonna kill you. Probably play around thirty minutes if he stays out of foul trouble. All right, Minnesota. So no Carmelo Towns. This is the first time that someone's been out really for Minnesota uh, of the Big Four. I think this year. Um, so, you know, it's been the same situation all year for Minnesota where it's like, oh, these guys are all tournament plays because they all look priced about right. But now, now things are way. Um, so no Carlton Towns. Ant, D-Lo get a usage bump. I think those two look good. Anthony Edwards probably being my favorite here at 8K. Um, shooting guard, small forward eligibility. He looks good. D'Angelo Russell at 6'4 should have more usage. Um, his minutes have ticked up a bit of late. Rudy Gobert minutes probably do go up a bit. It's not like his usage is going to go up. They're not going to, like, post up Rudy Gobert. Like, that's not what he's there for. But I do think he plays more minutes. And at 6.8K, I think he looks good. So the big three for Minnesota, I think, look really, really good. Uh, McDaniels, 4-6. He's missed the last couple of games. He is questionable, I believe, at this load. Yeah, he's questionable. Um, If he misses, I mean, they have been starting Austin Rivers, but Kyle Anderson play more. Jalen Noel also is just going to see more minutes just because, um, you know, this team is, is already missing one piece, and he's a guy that can put the ball in the bucket. So he's definitely going to be playable. Probably will be a bit overowned, but he's definitely playable. And then, like, if McDaniels is out too, Nas Reed could find his way into a good amount of minutes. And Nas Reed is a good point-per-minute guy. So 3.2K, I'm keeping an eye on that. Like, if McDaniels is out... I'm trying to think what they do with the starting lineup. Probably slow-mo. So, like, they would start most likely D'Angelo Russell, Rivers, slow-mo, Ant, and Gobert. But you would probably see some decent minutes for Nas Reed. He, he can play alongside Gobert, too. So, yeah, Nas Reed intrigues me. Um, slow-mo, Noel are going to look even better if McDaniels is out. So, a lot to like here for Minnesota, really. Houston and Denver. So, first half, I mean, Jokic and Sengun are just going back and forth. Then Sengun got in foul trouble, so Denver blew them out. But, um, yeah, my boy Sengun, you can see what he does when he stays out of foul trouble. This guy's phenomenal. He's solid GBP play, as is KPJ and Green, but their price points still priced about right. Nothing else really I'm interested in on Houston on the Denver side. So, still no MPJ. Bones Highland questionable. I mean, Yoko Chimuri, they're going to run the offense. It's a phenomenal matchup. In three quarters, they both absolutely smashed. So, those guys do look good. Aaron Gordon kind of came back down to earth, got in some foul trouble, but 
Um, he's most likely going to play around 30 minutes. Before last game, he's been pretty solid. So Gordon's still in play. Bruce Brown should continue to start and play big minutes. He's solid in that in the mid-range. And if there's no Bones Highland, Ish Smith's going to get the backup point guard role. He played 26 minutes last game and got extended because of the blowout. But he could be a viable dart throw at that price point. He's a good point-per-minute guy. Clippers and Jazz. So it's a back-to-back here. And Reggie Jackson literally just played like 43 minutes. And I'm pretty sure he has a concussion. Um, so I want to see his status. John Wall should be back. He just uh, missed the game tonight due to maintenance or like to rest. Um, but yeah, I mean, man, Paul, Reggie, if he plays more John Wall, that's where the offense is going to run. Zubats, um, if he closes, is going to be a solid option. You saw them close small, like Batum closed the game tonight. Um, and you saw what Norman Powell did in the fourth quarter. Just broke my heart. Just put a knife in me and twist it. Like, like oh my God, well, that was ever frustrating to watch. Um, but yeah, I mean, those guys are going to look good. I will say, like, Powell and Reggie probably will be a bit over-owned, uh, especially after what happened tonight. But if they're going to play, if Reggie's going to play 40 minutes again, then yes, he's a really good player at that price point. So a good amount to like here for the Clippers. We'll see who's available. And keep an eye on the Reggie status, because, like, I'm pretty sure he has a concussion. Uh, moving on to Utah. So Mike Conley's still out. Um, Markin and Clarkson, they both look solid at their respective price points. Their minutes have ticked way, way up. Marketing in a big game last game. Clarkson, again, he's been playing like mid-30s minutes. They both look decent. Kelly Olenek at 5'7", should continue to play low 30s minutes. He feels a bit too cheap. Sexton uh, should start and play around 30 minutes. There are times where they don't close with him, but if he plays 30-plus minutes, he still looks like a decent option. Malik Beasley is playable, but again, uh, relatively score independent, but he's playing a lot of minutes recently too. Vanderbilt's minutes have ticked down. Um... Everyone else is just like dart throws to THT, Kessler, and NAW off the bench. Chicago and Phoenix. Um, Chicago, no standouts, but I think the big three look like solid tournament plays. Rosen, Vooch, Levine. Um, the issue, again, is just like trying to figure out who it's going to be in a night-to-night basis. But I think all three of those guys are certainly in play. Um, we have Io Probable. I mean, he's been playing like mid-20s minutes. He's been disappointing. Russo uh, Probable as well. So that's uh, another body back in the mix. I'll always mention Drummond just because he's a good point per minute guy. He went for 25 feints points in 14 minutes. Like, if Vooch gets involved, so more the game blows out, or if something weird happens, Drummond can always break the slate. Moving on to Phoenix. So still no Chris Paul. Devin Booker, again, uh, he went nuts for me last slate. Um, I still think he's a solid option at 10K just because uh, he's literally doing everything for this team right now. DeAndre Ayton, you know, he's been playing a lot better, but his price now feels priced about right. Bridges... Payne also, again, they're going to play big minutes, but no standouts here from either of those two. Uh, Torrey Craig, 5'3", also his prices come up to a point where like, it, it, yeah, he feels priced right. Lee, Shamit, these guys will play decent minutes off the bench. I just don't know if it's necessary to go to them on a 13-game slate. Pacers and Kings. Now, this is an appealing game for me. Tyrese Halliburton, 9'5". The price is up, but little revenge spot, almost a 240 over-under. Um, yeah, I think Halliburton looks pretty good. Miles Turner, if he can stay out of foul trouble, should play big minutes. I like his ceiling. Um, the rest, kind of more tournament plays with Buddy Heald, Matherin, Jalen Smith, Nemhard. Um, Buddy Heald's minutes have been ticking down of late. He's playing only about 30 minutes a game. Matherin's minutes are kind of all over the place. Jalen Smith, I mean, you know what I'm going to say. Minutes production are always all over the place, but the ceiling is there for him. Nemhard, McConnell, they'll be in the rotation. 
Uh, Nemhart's 4K. McConnell is uh, 3.9. They're both viable, cheap options. Naismith also will see rotation minutes. He's playable as well. So uh, honestly, a decent amount to like here on the Pacer side. And on the King side, I think a good amount to like here too. Just a great matchup. Sabonis, Fox. I don't think either are going to pick up a ton of ownership. You should get, you know, mid-30s minutes for Sabonis. I like him. De'Aaron Fox at 9K. Um, you know, did only play 29 minutes last game. Um, I'm not sure why that was the case. Uh, it's not like he was in foul trouble, but most of the time he's going to play like mid-30s minutes. He's a decent option. Um, the mid-range guys are viable too. Like Kevin Herter should play around 30 minutes. Barnes is 5K. He should play around 30 minutes. I would rather get to Herter though to some of a price point. Malik Monk is a guy that I always like in tournaments because the ceiling is there. It's just, you know, minutes are down. Like if he's playing well, they will extend him. So like he's always someone I like in GBPs. Keegan Murray's been frustrating. His minutes have ticked down, but he is only 3.8K. I think that makes him playable at least. And final game, Portland and the Lakers. So um, with the Blazers, I mean, I like the starting five here because they just run, like I said in my last video, they run a very condensed rotation. Like the starters are playing big minutes. So Simons, Grant, Nurkic, that's what the offense is going to be run through. I like all three, to be honest. Um, so yeah, Grant probably gets the most ownership, but... Um, I like my boy Nurk. Simons was phenomenal tonight, so those three look good. Art at 6'5 would be the more contrarian play. Um, he's kind of been taking a backseat to those top three guys. And then Winslow, 4'6. I mean, he should play pretty big minutes. I think he's a good value play. So a good amount to like here once again for Portland. Nasir Little got a bit banged up. I don't really know if that does anything. Maybe a couple more minutes for like Watford or Sharp, or maybe they dust off one of these end-of-the-bench guys, but... It's not going to do much for me there. And finally, the Lakers. So Anthony Davis is 10-7. He is probable. LeBron James is probable. Um, of the two, I do prefer Anthony Davis. He's been on a tear of late. Um, so AD, I think, is a solid option. LeBron more the contrarian play. Um, but obviously, both the Lakers' spend-ups are, are certainly viable. Westbrook's too pricey with both them being probable. The rest of the team, you can still like consider a guy like Lonnie Walker. You can consider a guy like Dennis Schroeder. You know, they're going to see decent rotation minutes. You can consider a guy like Austin Reeves, but we do have Pat Beverly back. So, like, what's that going to do? Are they still going to start Beverly or are they going to keep Schroeder in the starting lineup? Roy Brown, I mean, he'll see rotation minutes, but he's like low usage. He has only three, four. Like, there's, there's some playable options here, but definitely no standouts on a 13 game slate. So, yeah, guys, that's going to wrap it up for me. Uh, super frustrating fourth quarter there once again. But, uh, hey, what can you do? I've had worse. I've honestly had way worse beats. So it is what it is. Um, but I appreciate I really do appreciate you guys for, for watching uh, the videos as always. Um, hope, hope it helps. Hope you guys uh, win some money tomorrow. And I'll see you guys in the next one.